Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Broadcast. Welcome to the broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. This is, I think, episode 50 by my count, perhaps. It's season two, episode five, also up for debates. Uh, for debates. Just one debate. Anyway, my name is Colleen, and welcome to the show. Yay, my name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. We're a half century year old. Wow. wow. That's that feels very distinguished. We are very distinguished. We were um, falsely accused by the Ramblecast of only having forty-one episodes during our one-year anniversary, which then became what was the trash talking? I believe it was there are fifty-two weeks in a year, and we only managed to record for forty-one of them, which was incorrect because we actually had forty-seven episodes. We had forty-six recorded. But we did have 41 and a half, which made it 47. So anyway, also, I just want to add that we don't need rotating co-hosts because we had a full cast for all 46, yep. maybe 47 of our episodes. Yep. Well, Bam. Well, <laughs> 45, 46. What? We, were, we, were miss- we were only recording half of the year because we didn't start until June. No, no, no. A full I mean, it was 52 weeks. Oh, now. like a full calendar year. Yeah. I- well, not calendar not a year. Calendar year, but you, 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 yeah, the broadcast. Yeah, our no, the broadcast circle around the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our universe. But I'm just saying, we're doing our years. If we if we had had guest hosts and rotating co-hosts fill in for us in some of the weeks we couldn't do it, then maybe we could have gone a whole fifty as well. Yep. Oh, we would have had like a hundred shows. <laughs> Yep. If we had as many rotating co-hosts as them, yeah. Oh, yep. snap, son. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah, also, we didn't we didn't have anyone leave our show, so I really don't know what they're saying. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> the original cast is still, still in place. <laughs> no interfuting. One matter, the original and second iterations of our cast, and third iteration of our exactly. cast. <laughs> still intact. Still intact. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, speaking of of shots fired, there was a stabbing in my old neighborhood that we just moved out of last night, and the guy died. Oh my god! Oh, mm-hmm. oh my! Yeah, I know. Was it like a, a neighbor? Like, did you know them? Have we, they released the so name? No, I didn't know who it was. Uh, I know the house. So it was, I think, the third house in. So. Our um, our front yards of our townhouse face the backyards of the street, like the next street over. 
um, and it was the third house over. So we faced the second house over was directly in front of us, and it was there next door. So I actually don't know who that was. I looked it up because you can look up Wake County property records online. And I looked up the name of the person that was reported as the victim in the paper. And I looked up the name of the homeowner and it wasn't the guy listed as the homeowner. But we found out because last night we were in Charleston this weekend, um, which I guess by the time you're hearing this, because we're actually again recording from the future. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're from the past? Yeah, the past. From the past? But we're in the future. Uh I'm confused. You're listening to it in the future from now. So it's the past. So we're recording it from the past, but we're (laughs) releasing this in the future. This is not real time. This is not real time. This is not real time. (laughs) (laughs) So at some point during the month of July, we were in Charleston and Jay was, I was brushing my teeth and I hear him go, holy shit. And I was like, what? He goes, somebody got murdered by our own townhouse. And I was like, what? So yeah, they our neighbors went on the old because we're still in the Facebook group for that neighborhood, and right. people were posting pictures of like the crime scene. There were seven police cars and three EMS vehicles there, and crime scene tape, and the updates wow. were going on until about ten thirty. In which case, I fell asleep at like ten. So, but yeah, it was crazy. Um, and then yeah, was you it know, like a, a domestic dispute or no? Was it like so I guess the, it was between like, two hobo. men. I don't know who they are. It was between two men. And the police had been called there earlier in the day for two men who were having oh, wow. an argument. And then I don't know what time in the day. I just know that because one of his neighbors said that the police had been there earlier. And then at 8.55 p.m., the police were called for a stabbing. And you know, I guess all hell broke loose. And they said that somebody got carried away on a stretcher. And then... The initial um, news report said that the victim was hospitalized, and then a later one came out this uh, later today that said he died. So, of course, you know, crazy. I was like, man, perfect house is the gift that keeps on giving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's insane. That I is insane. Was- I do have, I have one slightly unrelated follow up question, though. Yes, I did not stab him, but yeah, continue. <laughs> no, this whole this whole concept of a like a neighborhood Facebook group is that like a common thing? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually in one for my area of Brooklyn. Yeah, and there's also a site called Nextdoor dot com that is for neighbors to connect. I mean, it's not just. Interesting. It's not just like gossip stuff. When there was a string of break-ins on the other side of my old neighborhood, um, so if when that happened, it wasn't always it. It wasn't always because they were different. The townhouses and the regular houses. There were three different areas, and the break-ins would happen in a different area. So we would never find out about them. So somebody would post, "Hey, this house was broken into last night. Suspect blah blah blah." Because otherwise, the news wouldn't get out to us because it wasn't right. always reported. Because you know, wouldn't be like big things stolen. So, and sometimes it was just attempted break-in. So it was stuff like that. Or um, people will post, you know, I've got a couch for sale or I'm moving, you know, come take my shit, stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what ours is too. It's like people posting that they're like looking for a roommate. They're like, hey, I'm new to the neighborhood. Like, is there a good dry cleaner or like, you know, someone was posting the other day, like, oh, I'm new to the neighborhood. And like, 
I don't really know anybody. Is are there like I know there's like mommy groups, but are there like single lady groups? <laughs> well, there <laughs> like, also there's thread about like we can set it. Do you knit? Like there's this knitting group that meets here. <laughs> like I would be in for something like that. Like... Yeah, the Facebook group is generally tame, but you always have the people on the in our neighborhoods, fa- old neighborhoods Facebook group that were kind of like yeah. There's people parking where they shouldn't be. Um, (laughs) yeah Uh, but the next door site from my old neighborhood taught me just how racist my neighbors actually were (laughs) like there would be something like you know there's a black guy in a suit going door to door why is that happening and then somebody would be like because they work for Time Warner and they're trying to recruit you, you know, as people do. Like it was just that would happen. There was a uh, period of time when that would happen all the time. And Jay and I, we knew the neighbor that was posting a lot of them. She was like three or four doors down for us, and uh-huh. we would have the, we would just like laugh about it after a while because we used to get so like so angry. Like one of them reported it on like a minority old woman. Like I don't even remember what ethnicity she was, but it was like there's an old lady going door to door. And it was just like, yeah, what, what is the, what is this woman who you're describing is 75 years old? Like, what do you think she's really doing? Like, exactly. or it, one was like, there's an African-American young man sitting in a car in the parking spot across from my house. Oh my and God. somebody then really quickly responded like, yes, he's waiting for my roommate because he's supposed to pick him up to take him to like the movies or something. It was the stupidest thing. So that's what next door taught us was just how ridiculous our, our old neighborhood was at times. Yeah. So just like when Chris Kolk stayed and he showed me just how many of my old neighbors were on Grinder, I also learned from next door just how many of my neighbors were just blatantly racist. But now I'm in a neighborhood where everybody leaves each other alone and they're friendly. Nice. Yeah. Except childhood swings are involved apparently, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're gone for the summer, so... They're gone for the whole, the whole summer. summer? Mm-hmm. Go? The swinging neighbors packed up the day after Zach's birthday party and went to New Hampshire, maybe? They nice. went up north for, for the summer because she hates the southern heat. <laughs> I was like, what? But, like, to be able to do that, to just, like, pick up and take yeah. the whole summer off. Are they, like, both teachers? Like, well, how- he works from home, right. and then she's a stay-at-home mom, even though her kids both go to school. Not the dream. Yeah. At least not for me, sorry. <laughs> well, being like a stay-at-home, just stay at home and do whatever I want is like oh a, my God. a dream. Right. So, that's more like a kept woman, not so much. But, but, so she and her husband are home all day, every day, together? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That is a lot. They're the only people that ever post on our neighborhood's Facebook page. <laughs> and, and sometimes they answer each other. It's real cute. <laughs> when like couples like are having facebook conversations on facebook it's like don't you live in a house together yes but it's about the neighborhood and you theater like you're performing for everyone else you can tell that they're trying to like you know bump each other's posts up and i'm like you're the only freaking people (laughs) posted in here they're very nice people though i'm sure they are Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I was like, some dude got stabbed, got killed in my old neighborhood. My excitement's over. Did go to Charleston <laughs> this weekend, though. Had a yeah, lot of ice yeah, cream. Never, never a dull moment down south, huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's up with you guys? I just uh, looked. 
on Facebook to see if I had a neighborhood group, and there I couldn't find one. So I was like, oh, maybe maybe this exists here, and I'm just not part of it. But I don't know if I'd want to be part of it. But it doesn't exist, so it's all good. But I do be a silent member of it. Like you know, you just go in, the admin knows you're there, and then forgets about you. You Yeah, like I never respond to anything. It's just nice to sort of see what people are posting about, or like people are giving away furniture, or like if there's a vigil or a protest of some kind happening in the neighborhood. It's nice to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, yeah, but there's not one at least that I could find. So we're good. Um, but I know like a lot of my neighbors and yeah, I mean like we look out for each other, similar thing, but never. Yeah. I have their phone numbers. I'm friends with one of them on Facebook and that's like too much. (laughs) She asked if like she could friend me and I was like, (laughs) man, what am I supposed to say? No. Right. But I'm already regretting it. Anyway. It's been like block what she can (laughs) Like I, yeah, 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 I think I will. <laughs> I think I will. I think yeah. I actually already have, come to think of it. Yeah, so she just thinks that, like, you're one of those people that, like, doesn't really post anything ever. Exactly. So it's like, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, still not friendly with any of our neighbors. Like, we're friendly in the elevator, and I, like, talk to people, but, like, it's never gone past to, like, I don't know anyone's name in the building. And it seemed like it was such a friendly building when we first moved in, so I'm a little like, oh, so we don't all hang out? Okay. I mean, but would you really want to? I don't know. I think it might be kind of cool. Sometimes knowing your neighbors is fun, as long yeah, as they don't like expect my... it to be like a long-term friendship on their terms and not your terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the danger. Uh, my last apartment, yeah. like, we were, I was super, like, good friends with the guys that lived upstairs. upstairs and, like, mm-hmm. they, I think they would take care of Captain when we'd go yeah. out of town. Yeah, well, that's nice. It was really nice to, like, have someone yeah. else in the building that, like... Mm-hmm. You know, you could kind of rely on, be like, hey, like, what yeah. are you doing during the snowstorm? Want to come down and watch a movie? Yeah, it's good. To, I think it is good to have, to be friends on good terms with some of your neighbors because they can watch your house. Ooh, I keep hitting the thing. Yeah. I'm so sorry. They can watch your house when you uh, go away. Like, for instance, um, luckily, we live off the beaten path, kind of, because when we got home from Charleston tonight, Jay realized that he left the garage door open. Oh, Jesus. Nice. <laughs> so who knows what kind of animals are living in there right now, but <laughs> there's no people. Yeah, you have to look out for that snake. Oof. Oh, I know. Bruce, I haven't seen him in a while. Bruce? Is that his name? Yeah, like Bruce Wayne. Oh, that's good. And now he went off moody and sulky somewhere, so he's really like Batman. Yeah. We haven't like seen that. him in a while. Send up like a, a snake light. Yeah. Bruce, we need you. That'll just look like a penis. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the last show we're recording this month. What has everybody pl- planned, got planned for the rest of the month slash are doing as people are listening to this from the past or something in the future? Hmm. Well, I have my birthday coming up in a couple of days. Yes. So that'll that'll be fun. Um, we don't have any set plans yet. Isn't it your jo- joint birthday? It is our joint birthday. Yeah, we share a birthday. So um, we're both going to be working at the same office. So I think we'll probably do some sort of like birthday lunch uh, fun stuff. And then we're doing like a picnic in Prospect Park on Saturday for people to come and hang out. Because why have a summer birthday if you can't take advantage of it and have people come over and hang out? Um, But yeah, I think that's kind of it for me. I'm doing a weekend away in um, Mystic. I've been planning a getaway for some college friends, like a a yearly reunion trip, and it's my year to plan it. So we're going to Mystic. So I'm looking forward to that. We're going to the aquarium. There's like a badass aquarium in Mystic. I have been there. 
yeah, I think that's that's kind of it. You know, a couple of um, Celebrate Brooklyn concerts. Nothing, nothing too too crazy. It's going to be a pretty tame July, I think. Nice. Shandy pants. Um, I have family coming <laughs> in a couple of days, and then we're going to go take them to San Francisco, Yosemite, Sequoia, and Los Angeles. So I'm very excited for that. It's all places I've been before, but um, you know, they're really good places to go back to. And it's funny because we live really close to San Francisco, but whenever we go, it's like maybe for like one night or just for the day. So we're actually going to spend a little bit more time there. So that'll be good. Oh, that will be fun. Yeah. So I'm very excited. And it's always exciting also to show all those places to somebody who's never been before. And, you know, it's going to be. So how how well or proficient are they in English? I don't know, actually. I've never, (laughs) I've never spoken to them in English. I had a dream last night that we were like ordering and I was like ordering for one of them, but then she kind of like started ordering it and her English was really good. So I don't know if that means anything, but I will tell you. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, they've both studied English, but I don't know. You never know what that means, you know? Yeah. Like people, people can take a foreign language for years and not really speak any of it, or they could speak really well so yeah people could also be elected president of the united states and be rumored to be illiterate so honestly <laughs> you just never know what it means anyways yeah. um i'm going to comic-con when oh, is yeah. comic-con this year it's july 19th through the 23rd so this oh, episode so- will probably be released while i'm at comic-con that's uh, coming up that's like two weeks from now <laughs> that's like a week and a half from now i'm so tired okay, that's true I, I I love all my trips that I do, but I'm ready to be home. <laughs> Fair. But um, on... My uh, reigns, of course. This is the 10th anniversary of Jay and Maya's first date. So we are going to go back to this restaurant that we go to every couple of years when we're there in La Jolla and celebrate there. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. This was the restaurant that got me started on Dirty Martinis. But now I really can't drink them anymore. I'm kind of off the <laughs> martini train. So why? What? What? This show cured you? me of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking though. I was going back through my Instagram photos because I I don't know. I get bored on the subway and I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm, I do too. I came across the like Fritos and martini episode, and I was going to say Aww. that was so much fun. We should make that a yearly thing that we do that. All right, I could do it. I could suck it up but- for every once a year. But if you don't enjoy martinis, maybe it's just like a fancy cocktail and freedom. Maybe I was just yeah. going through a no, phase. No, no. Maybe, maybe I was just going, going through a phase. A phase? A phase. A phase and a phase. A phase to the phase. A phase and a phase. A phase to the phase. When did we do that episode? Was that in, that was in like August, September? We were in this apartment. Yeah, but you were in this apartment in July. So that was kind of exactly. early on. So I think it was August. Oh my God, me and the memory. I, I'm ashamed. please 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 don't don't think badly of me guys (laughs) i'm gonna have a little note now i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that it was september and if not september it was early october i got i got it i've got it pulled up hold on you got it pulled up i got it pulled up that's what she said (laughs) it was martinis and fritos crunch is the new like was september 23rd so it was october 17th was the day it was released Mm-hmm. All right, every October. Every October. I think I had champagne. I'll have champagne again. Perfect. Word. We should do a champagne brunch every year, too. We really should. Okay. I'm down. That was great. Or like all it. the champagne. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have any problem figuring that stuff out. Exactly. Nope. 
Um, Oh, which made me think. So I attempted my first batch of boozy popsicles on Friday. They came out delicious. Which put in them? It's rye whiskey, uh, frozen peaches, mangoes, a little bit of honey, and two strawberries just to balance out the fruit. And you blend that up, and then you put it in the... uh, popsicle molds because i bought popsicle molds at ikea last year when we moved in because yes. why why not why you not you have that it's like that's a thing you should own and yeah they're they're pretty i'm pretty excited i have made the wine uh wine popsicle things before frosé no red wine it was uh actually what it was a moscato it was like that? a sweet red wine I'm trying to think what you would call that Frozato. It was like I called it a I called it a wine slushy because it you know had melted by the, like the time, time I was like halfway done with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, but that was an accident. The side of glass. And I also swabbed the glass and then recorded Metro yeah. Buzz. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Little did I know you couldn't <laughs> die from just a sliver of glass. Yep. <laughs> Shandy no. is laughing at me right now. You can't. No, it's painful. It pains me every time. Every time I hear the story, I'm like, Wah. Good times, good <sighs> times. But yeah, Comic-Con should be fun this year. Uh, we don't have a babysitter for the first time in a few years, so it's it's going to be hallway floor parties and zagging in bars. Not really. I'm not going to subject him to that. I'm tired. Like I actually kind of look forward to having... Because we didn't really go out at all last year at Comic-Con. Um, maybe a couple of nights. But for the most part, we were in bed by midnight. And I have to say, even though I'm a type A and I need to be around people and I love like the going out atmosphere, I kind of really did enjoy waking up and not feeling like death. Seriously, it's the best <laughs> thing ever. It's the best thing about being in your 30s, I think, is that you realize like it's not worth it. Yep. So. Not worth it telling shit the next day. But we always have like such we're at the Bayfront this year and they have an awesome bar like downstairs. So I think what we'd like we did last year was we would go down to the bar and then bring things up and party in the hallway. So hallway parties are key and Well, and that's great too because if it's in your hotel then you can just go to bed whenever you want. Yes. And there's not like the logistics of like having to get a taxi home and like coordinating with the person that you're with. Yeah. So that and you're everybody not two taxis and you don't want to leave at the same time and blah. Well last year was the year that we met um was his name Mark? He was the guy that did the IT for all of Comic Con and he was in the room right across from us. So we were actually able to um, like we kept his door propped open and our door with the little, you know, um, thingy in it, you know, the, oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like on the top. So yeah. we were able to keep an eye on Zach in case he like woke up, but we were also able to be completely in a room and nice. be as loud as we want. And we made a new friend. So 
who was awesome it was really really fun so he had so he invited us in because hey we were in the floor and we were getting yelled at by security to keep it down and he was like you guys can come in my room he had just had people over and his friends had left and he I guess his partner was supposed to meet up with him and could not get down to san diego so he sent him this like huge like tie spread and like all his fucking food and he was like I'm never gonna eat it he had like he had like three bars worth of like liquor in there it was it was insane like it was I want the Thai food it was awesome so we were all like sure we'll come in. like we were like yes <laughs> yes we will come in your hotel room Twist my arm <laughs> don't have to ask twice yeah, exactly so we'll see every year the, the year before that we met these dude. we were in the hallway and these dudes popped out and were asking us like you know, questions, and they were like, how'd you meet? And we're like, oh, through the Lost Podcast with Dan Jack. And then he was like, no way, I listened to them back in the day. So then we Whoa. we partied with on the floor with some random dudes that were old Lost Podcast listeners. It was really, Whoa. yeah, like there's a new adventure every year, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen this year. So do you find it harder now that, like, Zach walks around on his own two feet? Like, was it easier when he was like, you could wear him? <laughs> It was easier, but we we brought the stroller last year and it was fine. I mean, right. we were unassuming with it. Because if you're not, it's it's the small one. And if you're not an asshole about it, people generally, you know, if you're not like one of those people that are plowing through like, I have a baby in this stroller. How dare you get five feet away in front, like within me. Right. Like if you're just like <laughs> a decent human being and you wait your turn politely and you're not trying to like run people's heels over with your stroller to push them ahead, people generally tend to, you know give you some slack so it was easier it was easier when I could carry him but it wasn't that bad last year with the stroller and Zach is super into he's he gets nervous with the crowds like even in Charleston all weekend mm-hmm. right it took a lot before he he wanted to be carried to see everything and it wasn't until he was like more comfortable somewhere that he wanted to walk so I suspect this year even if we didn't have a stroller he would be like carry me so right We'll see. Ask me again after this is over, and I'll tell you. Because I feel like last year was a hybrid of because he was still little enough. Right now he's thirty three pounds, and he's thirty seven and one half <laughs> inches. We just went to the doctor well, the other that's day. Pretty heavy to be carrying yeah. long distances. Like Ugh. it was like one hundred and seventeen fucking degrees in Charleston this weekend, and he wanted to be homeboy. Wanted to be carried by everyone. I think that's why I'm so tired right now. I'm drinking hot chocolate and I'm freezing even though I was in the hot sun all week all weekend because I feel like my body is just like expelling energy and I'm, right. I'm like cold exhausted. right now. You've got like a really good like yeah. upper arm, yeah. like full body, yeah. body so, toning workout. Jay had him on his shoulders for a while, but anyway, it was, it was still a lot of fun. We did all the touristy things. So yeah, ask me again. I mean, he's a... He's a kid that isn't scared in crowds. He might stick by us a lot closer to us at first, but he I also... I that's better. That's what you want. You don't want yeah. the kid that will just be like, oh boy, what's that? Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, get lost at Comic-Con. Exactly. We'll be those parents too at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> but, get him one uh, of those cool like leashes that it's like a monkey backpack <laughs> and like the tail is like the leash and like you hold it. And, like, <laughs> no. Those God. things are adorable. I don't, I know, but I don't want that. But we'll see. Again, ask me again on... Uh, how, how it was. In the future. In the future. From the past. 
Yeah. yeah. I did not like sleep at all last night. I was like driving the struggle bus all day today. Oh no. You know you just have those nights that you just can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't get to sleep, can't stay asleep. Like you're just lying there like, please sleep gods. Just like let this be. That's so. no fun. What, like did you do anything out of the ordinary? No, I mean we like hung around the house and like drank. So I feel like anytime you're sort of drinking, I feel like it kind of messes with your your yeah definitely like, rhythms and things. Yeah. So I think that might have been it. But I don't know. Me and sleep have a very tortured relationship. We always have. Oh yeah, I, I envy good. people that can like climb into bed. It's like oh ten o'clock bedtime, and then just sleep all night. Like that never has been me, and probably never will be. I can I sleep pretty good but it is like now that i can feel it like and it's not that we're old but like there's definitely a difference from even just a couple of years ago like i used to be able to sleep all day every day anytime and now it's totally like well if i take a nap in the afternoon then i'm not gonna be able to sleep at night yeah and, um yeah. i'm hit or miss <laughs> i used to not be able to but I feel like the older I get, the better I can do it. I don't know. Well, you also probably just have more things that are, like, making you tired. Exactly. You know, Very I could true. probably name a few for you. I know. But look, guys, I'm not wearing any makeup, and I look a lot better. It's the tan. I feel like I'm coming to life in this summer. Very good. Your skin looks very, like... Yeah, dewy and I, very even and very clear. It's the tan. I still got lobster eye going on, but oh, <laughs> the tan kind of covers it. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, in the future, aka, oh look, my my uh, watch has turned on as though I am doing an outdoor walk. So that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the extra made up burnt calories for the day. It's all about just completing all the circles. Okay, so in the future, a.k.a. the past, on July 17th, Game of Thrones Season 6 started. <gasps> oh. I'm so excited. I thought it was supposed to be the 7th, though. Mm. Did they push that back a week and we just didn't notice? Or was I just wrong? Game. Whatevs. It's not tonight, so we're good. But I'm excited for it. Nice. Maybe someday I'll try Game of Thrones. All right, so also from the future, past, whatever it is, on July 16th, Game of Thrones uh, Season 7 comes back. Six, seven, whatever it is. But it's seven, back. Seven of seven. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yay. Spoiler alert. Article minorly spoils Sansa's uh, storyline from Season 4. So heads up. It's not too bad, but here's your warning. So last season, I think... Well, we've only had one season, so I think last season we talked about the rape scene that Sansa went through. Yes. Okay, so Sophie Turner gave an interview as part of the press for season seven coming back. And uh, this is the the headline is, we shouldn't treat fictional rape as a taboo and precious subject. Uh, Sophie Turner is, uh, oh, sorry. Let me start that again. Game of Thrones star Sophie Turner has hit back at viewers who complained over the controversial rape scenes. The actress who plays Sansa Stark in the HBO fantasy epic series isn't a fan of people who complained about the depiction of her character's horrific rape ordeal in the show. Quote, sexual assault wasn't something that had affected me or anybody I knew, so I was pretty blasé about the whole thing, she told Time Magazine. Naively so. And then I shot the scene, and in the aftermath, there was this huge uproar that we would depict something like that on television. My first response was, maybe we shouldn't have put that on the screen after all. 
the benefits to shooting the scene and portraying it in a realistic and horrific way have been to increase the conversation about it, she added. The more we talk about sexual assault, the better. And screw the people who are saying that we shouldn't be putting this on TV. And screw the people who are saying they're going to boycott the show because of it, she said. This sort of thing used to happen, and it continues to happen now. And if we treat it as such a taboo and precious subject, then how are people going to have the strength to come out and feel comfortable saying that this has happened to them? Sophie also revealed uh, that the other explicit scenes led her to getting her own version of sex education on set. The first time I ever found out about oral sex was from reading the script. I was like, wow, people do that? That's fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that was my own sex education being on Game of Thrones. Sex education failed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was 13 when she first started on it or 12 or something. But still. Um, So thoughts on that. And I only bring it up because I know we had talked about that scene back in the day. Did we? Because I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I mean, I know we talked about, I mean, either way, I guess it's neither here nor there. I think the main thing that's missing from her analysis of it is it's not so much that people, I mean, like, I think she missed the mark a little bit. And maybe there were people, there probably were people who were just like upset that anything like that would be depicted at all, which is I mean, yeah, I'll call bullshit on that, too, especially in a series like Game of Thrones that's, like, so hyper-violent, etc. But I think the main thing that people were complaining about was how it was used as a plot point to advance a male's storyline and it and how it what didn't respect the female character. And you see that even in the way that the scene is shot. Like, we, we see, it pans out at the end to a guy whose penis was cut off. I can't remember names very well. It it um it like go it pans out to his face and we're watching his reaction watching it. So and I think there was a lot that was said at the time because it came out at about the same time as um the Orange is the New Black that had the a rape a really powerful rape scene also mm-hmm. with right, right. Uh, yeah spoiler like, alert woman yeah oh okay and well, and that it- was kind of. It was about how Theon felt about it, right? Theon Greyjoy. Exactly, and that's and that is and that's the whole that's the main thing that people were critiquing. Whereas the way that Orange is New Black treated it was as like a real life event and what it means for the woman who was the victim of that and like really you know dove into into her psyche and 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 it was part of her story. Whereas in Game of Thrones, they just kind of missed the mark just because of where they where they were focusing. So. Right. I do think that we should depict stuff like that because it is unfortunately part of everyday life and it can help a conversation, but that's where I think the big difference is. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a really important thing to point out. It's not a matter of not showing it. It's showing it in a way that's actually going to be constructive to the conversation. If it's just a violent rape just to move just to be a storyline, then it's like, especially for a dude, like, yeah, like to mm. further a male storyline, then you're not, you're not helping the conversation. Like you're not, it still is taboo because you're, you're making it. Well, in a way it did end up helping her storyline as well. Cause it kind of gave her yeah. not then, but it took, it took a while for her to be a more strong, like kind of come in her own. Cause Sansa was kind of like a prissy little bitch in the beginning. See, I only watched the first two seasons, so I actually have never seen the scene in question. But going off of 
Shandy's depiction mm-hmm. of it, and I completely agree with everything. Oh no, I totally, totally agree with yeah. that too. Because it 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 was you know, but at least I feel like Sansa's character has been right. See, I can't her, her character. Wall, there's winter. Yeah, it's coming. It's actually kind there's of White here. Walkers. <laughs> there's that. I don't know how they all connect to one another. I just know they exist. People well, that can talk to wolves. I don't know. Sansa's Sansa's character, like she really did come into her own, and she's a total badass. And it is in part because of all of these horrible, it, like you know, accumulation of horrible experiences that she's had, and how she's been able to react to them. Um, but that still doesn't make the way that they depicted that. You know, they they still didn't get that right. Mm. So I think it's definitely worth criticizing. And you know, Absolutely. also from her perspective. She's probably heard a lot of shit from a lot of people that are sane and insane. <laughs> and she was, what, yeah, yeah. 19 when that aired or whatever. So um, I can see where she's coming from if she's got it from a, a different somewhat perspective for us where she's like, yeah. you know, you got to talk about it. But <laughs> yeah, I yeah. completely and see I your could point. See, I could totally, I could see myself at 19 kind of making that same argument and not thinking about it in the same way. Right. Maybe just because of age, but age, maturity, life experience. Yeah, for sure. Right. So it's good that she's talking about it at least. Cause I know like when, um, when there was the Cersei rape scene, they weren't allowed to talk about that. Why? Why were they not allowed to talk about it? I don't know. But do you remember just that? Like the- I don't Cersei actually. Died, Cersei was raped by Jamie. In the, like but I don't like slash lover, right? Her, but I don't remember in the in the press she wasn't allowed to talk about it. That's what I remember hearing. Like they weren't, they were like all of the actors were like not allowed to comment on it. Interesting. I do not because remember there was a that. Huge, I like I remember that. I'm not gonna like bet money on it or bet like my life on it or anything. But I remember hearing that. So listeners can like fact check and and see if that was for real. But I just remember that being a thing that like. Everyone was like wanting to know what the women's reaction was to that because that was the whole like the whole like drama with that was that it was clearly a rape scene, but like the the actors were defend- like it says the actors were defending it that it was not rape. Uh, I'm trying to find out where they had were put on. That might have been why they were told to shut up. Because I remember, yeah, I remember the directors at least saying like, "Oh, well, it started out that way," but then like she said yes later. It's like, dude, you like you that's a fundamental misunderstanding of what, I mean, like that's rape culture right there. If you can right. say like, Oh, it started out as a rape, but then it turned into a non-rape. Like, yeah, exactly. No. Like that's, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's not like, <laughs> helping anything. Yeah. I'm trying to see, I wonder if they were given the wrong message like that in, uh, in like press interviews. So like HBO mm-hmm. was like, Ixnay on the interview, a, eh? <laughs> yeah, like, not for nothing. Like any of those panel discussions, like HBO, like all these, you know, all these actors have their own publicists. I'm sure the show has like a whole communications department that's like telling them what to say. So it's like I'm sure if they were out there saying the wrong thing, like someone, someone got uh, sent to the principal's office for not doing their job. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, all right. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that perhaps that would be an interesting thing to talk about, and I wasn't. I wasn't uh, disappointed. Thanks, guys. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so we only have one thing of feedback today, and that is from Matt, and it is 
Uh, there's now a name for the micro generation born between 1977 and 1983. I would argue 84, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why do these arbitrary like year markers? Seriously, if you remember life before the internet existed, then you should be a part of this. All right. <clears throat> I know this sounds like a special snowflake thing to say, but as someone who was born in 1979, the truth is I've never identified with either Gen Xers or millennials. I didn't grow up with technology, but I'm comfortable with it. I ran, I ran loose as a child without any real fear of predators, sex parties, prescription drugs, or being bullied into taking my own life before I hit puberty. My parents used me as free labor and didn't feel bad about it. We were spanked and didn't all need therapists. We only got trophies if we won, and my parents at least never gave me the impression that the world revolved around me. <clears throat> it was a particularly unique experience. You have a childhood, youth, and adolescence free of having to worry about social media posts and mobile phones. It was a time when we had to organize to catch up with our friends on the weekends using the landline and actually pick a time and a place and turn up there. Quote, Dan Woodman, associate professor. Oh, oh, quote, Dan Woodman, associate professor, University of Melbourne. Oh, I should have read that in an accent. Damn it. Oh, well, I'm not going back. <laughs> we played Carmen San Diego and the Oregon Trail. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On our Apple TV. Oregon. Oregon, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. It's Oregon. <laughs> but I feel like we've come full circle. Uh, we played Carmen San Diego and Oregon Trail yeah. on our Apple Chewies. <laughs> we watched Friends and ER and Buffy, then Angel, then Dawson's Creek and Felicity on the WB. Oh, you watched One Tree Hill? You're a millennial. <laughs> oh, did, do you remember when wow, the WB was? Shame. Remember when the CW was the WB? Yep. I do. Sometimes I still call it the WP. <laughs> and we watched them live because the first DVR, TiVo, didn't emerge until I had graduated from college and taping things was a huge hassle and your little brother would just tape over it on accident anyway. Uh, have you ever heard the story, um, Jack tells it, he had um, videotaped his, I think it was his sister's wedding and they accidentally recorded like Days of Our Lives over it. <laughs> I hope that wasn't the That's only awesome. copy. Of the I'm pretty sure it's it's one of those stories that gets told on oh, a lot of man. family gatherings. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? And of all things, Days episode. of Our Lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a particularly racy scene. <laughs> I know it would have been funnier. If they had taped like Luke and Laura's wedding on General Hospital over that wedding because at least that's like iconic. I don't know. Right. One wedding for another. Yeah. Like, just um, you guys. Like, you. I had so many VHS tapes though because I would tape General Hospital and Port Charles and One Life to Live. Yep. And then I would tape at night. And I, 
I wouldn't always get to watch them, but it always made me feel better to tape them. You know, kind of how like I bring 8,000 things to work with me every day because I don't always need them. But the one time I might need like the special blue pen that's in my second purse would be like the one day that I didn't bring my second purse. And (laughs) then I would sulk about how I didn't have the special blue pen, Um, which I did have a special blue pen and I've lost it now, which is somewhat sad to me. Um, It was cool. But anyway, uh, we had papers in high school. <laughs> I'm weird. Not cell phones. We had cell phones in college, but they stayed in our glove boxes because they couldn't do anything but call. And it cost so much, we actually reserved them for emergencies. We used dial-up. Oh, I hated dial-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instant messengers felt like the future had arrived, and we spent hours waiting to hear the noises of a door opening and closing, hoping that our crush would sign online. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> A way of life at Marist. Actually, yeah, I know. Seriously, I wonder if I could get like the door opening and closing to be like a ringtone for certain people. Oh, I'm sure you. Could. I'm sure you could. I am I, like I am sounds for, for text ringtones and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be awesome. I'm gonna look into that. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a note when I go back to edit this to do that. Um, we hit this. Oh man, it's the University of Melbourne guy again. How do you do a Melbourne accent? <laughs> Hey, mate, we hit this technology revolution before. <laughs> you definitely have to add the mate, yeah. <laughs> we hit this technology revolution, mate, before we were maybe in that frazzled period of our lights, mate, with kids. <laughs> And no time to learn anything. Uh, we, we hit it. <laughs> we, hit it. <laughs> we hit it where we could still adopt in a selective way the new technologies, mate. Um, Dan Woodman, associate professor, University of Melbourne. <laughs> If you're getting all nostalgic reading this, chances are that you were born between 77 and 83. It's only seven years, not a kind of generation, but our experience is unique to us. We were the last kids to make it all the way to grown up without uh, pervasive technology. We were the first 20-somethings to learn how to use iPods and internet on our phones, how to text and online date. We straddle a gap, exist between two, two worlds, and have in some ways lived two separate lives instead of one. Uh, don't oh come on okay the 83ers they're just a year older than us no offense but i don't feel like my life pre-internet was a separate life Um, right mainly because now at 33 i've lived more than half of my life which means by definition pretty much so has the 83ers um i'm calm now um (laughs) and that i think earns us our own title at the very least so according to Dan Woodman, Associate Professor of Science Sociology at the University of Melbourne, Exennials, mate. Would that be Zennials? Zennials? Zennials, mate. <laughs> I think we found the title of our show. I sure hope we have Australian listeners. I'm sure they're really loving this. We do have at least one. I'm real sorry. Well, we did. <laughs> Maybe if, okay, if you're an Australian listener or have an Australian accent or can do one really well, send us an email. I'm going to send you these three quotes and then <laughs> I'm going to be able to hear them and copy you and learn them and properly say them or maybe i'll just play you saying them so everybody can know what they were supposed to sound like um uh there's this i there's this uh i'm trying to imitate 
I can't. I can't do an accent. I can't do an accent. All right, Mysterious Universe. They are Australian. I listen to Australians talk twice a week. Um, I don't know. Um, is mate even an Australian thing? Yes, it is. Right, shrimp on the Barbie. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, there's this idea that this, the idea is there's this micro or in between generation between the Gen X groups, the groups of mates uh, who think that we have <laughs> breast flannelette shirt wearing, grunge listening children uh, that came after the baby maters and the millennials. <laughs> cool. Baby maters just sounds Baby really maters. Bad. That just sounds really. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Get described as ost- optimistic bloats. Uh, text <laughs> bloats. That's British. <laughs> well, it I was mean, a Commonwealth you know. at some point, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> That's true. It was a an antipathy. <coughs> Excuse me. Tech savvy and maybe a little bit too sure of themselves and confident. So, what are the traits of a, of a zennial in a nutshell? I know this is all people were waiting for an hour ago when this. Uh, started um a micro generation born during the cusp of the gen xers and millennials um exit uh between 77 83 aka when the original star wars trilogy was released okay if that was if they're defining that year of this by the star wars trilogy i feel like you could get a better name just right. saying well and not for nothing wasn't this used to be like gen y yeah, it did used to be Gen Y. That's what Nick and, and I always make like, that oh, case. Oh, there's Gen Y. Like, they're such complainers. Ugh. I feel like it's just whatever group is in that, like... Yes, it says every generation about yeah, exactly. every generation after them. If you're a young adult, you're like, oh, that group, they're such complainers. Everything is handed to them. Mm-hmm. They have no work ethic. <laughs> yeah, they have, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, Colin. That's all good. It's all good. In, in a maybe Australian <laughs> accent. There was nothing Australian about that. Uh, Xennials experience an analog childhood and a digital adulthood. Yes, because I didn't have a digital clock in my house at all. (laughs) Sorry, I know. That was weak. I was reaching. Uh, Possess both Gen Y cynicism and millennial optimism and drive. Except I feel like a lot of millennials need therapy, so I don't know how much optimism and drive we have. Right. I'd say we have a lot of drive. That's because because our mommies and daddies told us that we could do anything we wanted to. Yep. Pursue your dreams. Not because people really do. Like, despite hard economic times, like, we're, like, inventing shit and... I feel like, honestly, every generation does have a drive in their own way. It's just what's going on in your world as you're growing up. You know, it's different. You know, and I think that sort of, yeah, the recession does kind of color that sort of older to mid-millennial anyway, because we were just either had just entered or were entering the workforce. Let's take this quiz and then we will move on. How zennial are you? Ready? Mm -hmm. All right. We got to agree on these because it's just true or false. Okay. You used a dial-up modem to do school or university research despite having been told repeatedly that you couldn't trust anything on the internet and the dial-up tone still haunts your nightmares. That's true for me. True. I I used dial-up in high school, but it wasn't to do research. It was just to go on those, like, online forums. I didn't use a computer for research until college. 
And it wasn't a computer that I owned. It was in the computer lab. But they but also I, remember we, we were told that we couldn't use websites as citations and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's like true enough that I'll All right, let's do it with you guys. But you, just that little caveat. You remember Boy George the first time he became famous? I don't. No, no. I do not. Okay. False. Like, it's like I sort of do in the rearview mirror, like not. Yeah. But I, I don't remember why it was happening. Exactly. Um, you owe New Kids on the Block merch. True. <gasps> oh, 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 Tuesday. New Kids on the Block, Paula Abdul, and um, uh, No Diggity. Who are they? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, Black Street. Not them. Fuck. It's, uh, the New Kids on the Block, uh, they're coming to Raleigh. Fuck, who was the other one? Voice to Men. Voice to Men, thank you. Voice to Men was in a commercial the other day, and I was like, holy shit. I should have been like, one sweet day. Oh, my God. I would have got that right away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I know uh, the the Blackstreet song was playing in the car on the way home from Charleston today, and I was like rocking (laughs) out to it. (laughs) That's That's where I pulled that from. But how awesome is that? It was on Groupon for like 23 bucks to see all three of them. That's oh, kind of I, a bummer. Yeah. I guess ticket sales aren't going very well. I know. <laughs> it was lawn seats, though. They're like giving them away. Yeah. <laughs> really, your childhood. I really that wanted to go, life. but Jay is going to be in Charlotte. Um, and I don't think Zach. Zach is a little tired as well. I think if I was like, let's go on an adventure, he'd be like, no, mommy, no. Do <laughs> so, I candy? Yeah. Okay. So, New Kids on the Block merch. Yes, no? I yes. didn't have the merch, but that's more. Just indicative of my economic situation. Yeah. So I was a fan. Okay, well, there we go. Yeah, that's same, same. Because I think we were in, like, second grade when they were big, so. Even before. Like, I remember them from kindergarten. Really? Okay, I remember yeah. I was in my old our condo, and we moved when I was in third grade. And I remember listening to them with the bigger kids in the neighborhood. I must have been in, like, first grade or second grade. Yeah, it could have been first grade, but yeah. definitely in kindergarten yeah. or first, because I but was still I, living... I distinctly remember having like a new kids on the block, like eraser or pencil case or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah. (laughs) I remember like I remember thinking that they were hot before I knew what that meant. Yes. Same. (laughs) And then years later, I still was like, man, that Donnie Wahlberg. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't even I don't even remember what they look like now. No, that's the only one that I wanted to go see them for was Donnie Wahlberg. (laughs) Interesting choice. You know I love blue bloods. Yeah, but you didn't then. It does. Yeah. Well, I know I'm joking. Then, then I didn't yeah. really know. The, I was in first grade. It wasn't right. like you know these Bieber <laughs> kids nowadays that grew up with the internet. Right. <laughs> like, these Bieber kids. You know these, these first kids. graders with YouTube accounts. They were eight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you made a mixtape for somebody you fancied, and it was on a tape. True. I made a mixtape yep. for friends. Yes, yeah, same. I, I, I made mixtapes for myself all the time. Yeah. Wait, for yes, for someone you fancied, is this? Are we I think still it's just like somebody that you... Australian English. Or... It's from it's the Guardian, so I think it's oh British. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, you remember when flo- floppy disks were actually floppy? Yes, and I have yes. some still. Yes, and when did we start calling? Like the hard disks, floppy disks. I don't know. 
I feel like it happened one day in college and I was like, I didn't get the memo. No one asked me what I thought about this. I have a bunch of those too. And I really want to get a floppy disk reader for the floppy (laughs) ones and the hard ones. (laughs) (laughs) The floppy ones and the hard ones. If that other title, episode title doesn't work out, I feel like there's there's the hard ones. (laughs) I love the hard disks. Yep. I prefer the hard ones to the floppy. Bring the hard one to the library with you so you can print out your paper. Yeah. Yeah. I had special cases. Carry around the the hard hard disk in your your purse. I have all my college (laughs) stuff on on hard hard floppy disks. Yeah, same. You'd bring it it to the computer lab to print because who had a printer? I didn't have a printer. Yeah. Yeah. I still have. I think that I, (coughs) I think I might have gotten a cheap one at the very end, but I cannot remember. Right, so we went from the hard disk to like the flash drive. Yeah, my friend had no, this in, in college, and it was like, yeah, shit. But everything that I wrote was at the actual computer lab, and yeah. just like lived on my student account there. So I didn't really need like that. But it, but it was amazing to me that, that that was like a thing. I feel like I may have gotten the printer my senior year because I was a journalism major, and I was always printing out papers and stuff to to do towards the end. But I, you I don't. Had a printer freshman yeah. year. Um, freshman year, me? You might have. Someone did. No, I. Someone did. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I just got rid of that within the last couple of years. That printer. Oh, it's a bummer. It was time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they made R. the ink for it anymore. Yeah. R. <laughs> R. <laughs> R. <laughs> um, but no, speaking of. Uh, the flash drives. I remember when our friend Allison had a one gig flash drive and it was like 40 bucks and we were all like, holy shit, that's such a big, a gig. That's huge. And now (laughs) I'm like, now it's, (laughs) it's that's a huge gig. Where's your floppy disk? Bigger than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Or like, I remember when I got my iPod and I was like, oh yeah, I want the 30 gig because that's, that's like so yeah, It's so much space. Like I'll never I'll never fill it. <laughs> Cut to like seven years later. It's like crap. Yeah, I know. My new phone, I I didn't have a choice. It, my old phone was sixty four and the corresponding one for the new one was one twenty eight. So all of a sudden I find myself with the same phone plan, but all this space now. I'm like, this is great. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> I know. I gotta. I gotta watch myself though because those apps and pictures add <laughs> up real quick. Yeah. They um. Do. But yeah, I just now you can order because I was looking to order more Jay and Jack merchandise for the um, fifty dollar patrons to send out and stuff. And one of the things we do is a flash drive. And now you can get like a two gig flash drive for like you know four ninety nine. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> then I'm like, oh my god! I can. I remember when these were so much money. Uh, sorry. Okay, I got off track as I tend to do. Uh, you guys had a. We had a, a Sony Walkman. I yep. absolutely did. Amanda I and I used to run with ours. Yeah, because the Discman <laughs> skipped too much, so the I kept the skipped too, yeah. yeah, and then I got my little MP3 player that played like 15 songs. Hey, that's all you need. And then for Christmas, my Christmas because my parents when we were in, once we got into like college, it became and you know. You can get a big gift and then a couple of things like clothing. And I picked an iPod, and that was how the one of the first podcasts he listened to was the last podcast, and the rest was history. So, oh my god, I know. Went from a Walkman to an iPod. You, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I had the I had the Discman, but it would skip. So then I went to the little cheap MP3 player. Right. Yeah. And I could only, you know, it was like the same 15 songs on repeat because I didn't know how to change them once I put them on. And yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you're able to get your full name without numbers or full stops uh, onto an email address at the beginning of the Internet. Yeah. Oh, Call I can dot- do that shit. Boom. Boom. <laughs> but uh, you're. True. I didn't have my own email until I went to college and I got my college account. I mean, I had my AOL one, yeah. but yeah, see, I didn't even have that. And I used that, and then my soft, no, junior year roommate Lizzie invited me to Gmail when it first came out, and then I got my Gmail. So back oh, in nice. what two thousand four or five? I don't even remember. Mm. Um, I got my I got a Hotmail account when I was in high school because, of course, you would get a Hotmail account in high school. Um, but I didn't do. First name, last name. I did, you know, like the stupid, like first name, underscore, yeah, number that means something to me, whatever. There you go. But yeah, now I now I have like a correct adult email. Account. Well, <laughs> I used to be Clofus eighty four because my aunt called me Clofus growing up. Um, and because you were born in nineteen eighty four, and I was born in nineteen eighty four. And then I just switched everything over to Colleen eighty four at one point, and I've kind of just stuck mm. with that because it's easier. Um, yeah. But my sister has always used. My sisters have always used the same like series of numbers, and it's their favorite Yankee players. Ah, mm-hmm. huh. makes sense. Yeah, so because th- that was what they first started with. They don't they don't use the same screen names at all anymore. But um, now they on their Instagrams or whatever. But yeah, like Christy, everything is twenty four because Tina Martinez, and she was like Bisquick twenty four or something was her AOL screen name. And Caitlin's is always been, she loves the numbers 10 and 37. So she's Katie Rose 1027 on Instagram now, but, or 1037. <laughs> um, but anyway, your first computer games came on cassette tapes and usually ended in an error message. I think that means the white, the gray ones. Wait, your first what? Computer, computer games. games. <clears throat> oh, I've never, oh, right. Really like cartridges. Games, so. Yeah. So. And you like shoved them in the thing. Mm-hmm. I used to play Chip's Challenge. Yeah. You put so you Yeah. With the big gig and the hard drive and the hard disk and the floppy disk and you stuck them in the thing and, and you stuck it in the thing and then you would blow on it and Yes. I, now I think I'm just talking about like Nintendo. Remember when you had to go out to like <laughs> MS DOS to like go into like you'd have to type in like the thing oh, and like yeah. backslash colon like just our first family computer was like a dos computer Mm -hmm. it was very confusing yes ours too but i used to play chips challenge and i kind of would love to find that game again and play it or like did you have um number munchers (laughs) (laughs) i do not know what that is number munchers munchers <laughs> like this little green guy, it kind of was like Pac-Man style. Where it was like this big possibly, it's- and it looked almost like a tic-tac-toe board. And there was either like math problems or words or something like some history. Maybe thing. that and does sound familiar. Go, and you'd have to like munch all the cur- like eat. All the- <laughs> <laughs> now say munch, it's funnier. Munch, and then I forget there was some like villain thing that then would chase you around like Pac-Man. So like you'd have to get them all. Interesting. All the correct answers before you got eaten. By I think I know what your dad was. I do yeah. think I know what you're talking about. It's a fun game. As far as like the actual Windows games that we used to play, I was awesome at Free Cell, and I you was really I was so happy when I figured out how to correctly play the game Hearts. 
I have no still, idea. I still don't know how to play that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I don't even game. know how to play free cell. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't free know cell is the those, best. Yeah. I could get lost in an hours long free cell. I used to be in a competition with my uncle and my grandfather and whoever else in my family to get a streak going on free cell to see who could like win the most games in a row. Uh, we were we were awesome. We were like it would be like popcorn and music and we would play free. Nice. Uh, I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, this was your first computer game, and it's, um, I recognize it, but it's not the one I played. It's a football game with, like, little dudes on it. Nope. No, okay. Not yeah. ringing any bells. I recognize it, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. Um, you can remember this amazing phone. It's, hold on, let me see. Can you see on the screen? It's a Nokia phone where you slide wow. it down. Fancy. Oh. I never had that. Yeah, no, I... I remember like the brick one, you could like change out the, um, the face. So it'd be different colors. Yes. Ooh. I remember that too. So yes or no. Do you remember the, cause it just, it was when it would like slide down and you could type it in and then slide yeah, it no, back I don't up. That okay. No. I vaguely remember as well, but two out of two, two against three, two against one. You never thought it was weird that Buffy the Vampire Slayer's Sunnydale had the kind of internet that allowed Willow to constantly hack the mayor, but no mobile phones. True, I guess. I never questioned anything. I never thought about it till just now. Yeah. I've never really seen Buffy, but that sounds like something that I wouldn't oh, question. That's crazy <laughs> to me. I feel like you would love Buffy. I would I love like the show crap out of Buffy. super into. I think you need to get on this. Okay. I will. I think this is coming full circle, too, because we talked about this last year, and we were supposed to uh, watch it. Right. I know. Right. Maybe well, during well, our summer vacation. Yeah, I have summer. nothing to do in August except wait for my sister to have a baby, so... <laughs> while you're waiting while I'm waiting yeah, I gotta get my so-called life player. I'm gonna check yeah. off my so-called life and I'm gonna check off Buffy oh nice. that's true my so-called life you can get through pretty quick because yeah. they only made X amount of like yes 10, and 10 I think episodes, 19 episodes I think Mandy's gonna watch it with me okay you Shandy this one's for you you had okay. or still have a Hotmail account yep <laughs> <laughs> still use it <laughs> Um, you can remember your landline number. My parents still have yes. a landline, so yes. My parents do too. You got super excited when a rich neighbor or friend got a car phone. I was yeah. super excited when Zach Morris got one, so that counts, right? <laughs> that counts. I had maybe two two friends that had car phones. Um, you have a surprisingly high tolerance for reply all chain emails. That's true too. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, you come back from summer camp, and it would just be like two weeks worth of just like everybody's so great. Yeah. So yeah. There's a line about every single person. Like, here's a nice thing about every person. Sometimes at work, I think when I hit reply all, I don't know if it's just like ingrained in me. To include everyone in the conversation when only like one or two people need to know, or if that's like the proper protocol. And I'm like, well, you can always remove yourself. Exactly. <laughs> if this is annoying, yeah. it's like, I am not trying to hide the information. Here is the information. Exactly. For Use it if you need it. Oh, yes. Okay. This one, I totally is true for me. You can remember when you first heard about a website called Google, and before that, had to ask Jeeves, and before that was the World Book Encyclopedia. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I yes. don't really. I like vaguely remember World Book, but I definitely remember Ask Jeeves. We had yeah. a class in Maris for the communications yeah. department about how to use Ask Jeeves. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't take that class. And it was on like Netscape browser. Yeah. 
I I remember taking an internet class that was required of me and I bet you I still have everything. I bet you that I could find it somewhere in my parents' basement. I would love that. Okay. I will keep an eye out. Okay. Okay. And we're almost done. I promise. Uh, You still get upset thinking about the premise of Party of Five? Yes, actually, I do. I never never watched Party of Five. Parents died. What's the premise? I know. I know the premise. And that upsets me. What is the premise? It upsets me, too. That it's like five siblings that are all, like, raising themselves because their parents die suddenly. Sure. Sounds like (laughs) something like Boxcar Kids Stuff. Yeah, kind of. It very, very. Except I think yeah. they had a house. But they had a home. Yeah, like, <laughs> they weren't living in the railroads. Yeah, but I love right. those books too. <laughs> uh, you can't remember which of the Corys was your first movie star crush. No, Corey and Corey. Corys. Yeah, like Corey oh. Hart and Corey Feldman. Yeah, no. Rest in peace and hot mess. I'll put no. Um, I'll put false. You were actually scared the first time you saw the Goonies. No, I don't ever remember a time being scared of it. I've never seen it, so I can't answer this question. What? We've been. I've seen this. it more than once, but don't remember it very well. I, I remember certain. Oh, it holds up. It's a great movie to go back and watch as an I'll adult. Add that it, to is the list. A, it is such a time capsule of like. I watched it recently, and it was just like, kids don't play like that anymore. Like kids Aww. don't have that experience anymore they probably don't interact with each other that way it's like it's so it's a great movie true or false was it scared i was was never scared false False. you remember calling friends on the family landline and having to say hi to their mom or dad first true yes that's probably where my social anxiety began yeah hello who's calling please like (laughs) okay you're gonna be okay someone's mom's gonna pick up you're just gonna be like hello can i talk to so-and-so hi this is shandy could i please talk to your daughter so-and-so yeah how are you yeah in case yeah i like how he's like your daughter comma alice and it's like (laughs) yes i know my daughter's name thank you (laughs) unless you had two and then i guess it's better which one yeah hi this is shandy Uh, i'm your daughter's friend from school all right last question you thought call waiting was the technological advance of a generation yes oh my god yes yes and i thought caller id was literally the best thing in the world both things yep, we did yep, not yep. have, and I was very jealous of everyone I knew who did have. All right, submit mm. answers. Oh, you are a true zennial, mate. Well done. <laughs> you understand modern technology, but are not so emotionally needy as to const- need constant validation from strangers you'll never meet. Okay, well, that's not true. We are doing a podcast. <laughs> <Seriously>? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why they don't include any four. All right. Well, um, I think <laughs> that does it for this portion of the show. Uh, we have one more thing to do before we uh, hit the road, Jack, and that is debut the fancy pantsy list. Yes. Fancy yes. pantsy. All right. So here is the lovely song, and then we will read them um, after this. All right. Wait. Drum roll. Da, 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 da. Or how about a vehicle in motion? 
Can you join a club that's a mile high? Have you had a rendezvous while being tied? Have you had sex with many? Or how about alone without any? Have you had sex in a movie theater? Or in your childhood room? On a bed of flowers? Or maybe in the shower? Hey, you've got them fancy panties, ooh, so hot. So list it out and count them up and tell us what you got. Have you had a quickie in a skirt? Well, well keep it on your socks and shirt. Sex with a sex toy or with another girl or with another boy. What about secretly with other people nearby? Or have you done it in a 69? Have you had sex loud or proud or quiet as a mouse with other people in the house? Have you had sex on the phone or in, in someone else's home? Sex in a chair or maybe with another pair? Hey, you've got them fancy panties, ooh, so hot. So list them out and count them up and show us what you got. Last chance, have you had sex in a foreign land or maybe in a one-night stand? When there's nothing left to say or maybe after reading Fifty Shades of Grey. All right, so... <laughs> I'm going to read these uh, right now. All right, here we go. So in a state park, in a theme park. Oh, actually, before I start, let me thank everybody that contributed to this because I basically we, we basically listed everything out on a Google Doc and then like part it down. And that's how we got what we got um, in a state park, in a theme park, in or on the ocean, which also includes beach. I think we just we decided, right? Yes, yes. Or in a vehicle in motion, a mile high club, being tied up, or tying somebody else up. We'll accept both. Um, uh, uh, Sex with a group. So um, sex with many is sex in a group. Sex without any would be sex with yourself. (laughs) In a movie theater, in your childhood room. On a bed of flowers would be anything like romantic like that. Um, In the shower. A quickie in a skirt. Which is obviously hike up your skirt. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Just in case you needed me to spell that one out for you. <laughs> uh, well, keeping on your socks and shirt because it rhymed, and you know, if you've and pretty much kept your clothes on, yeah. that is a thing. That's frequently uh, a thing with me. Sometimes when it's cold out, like warm feet help. Yeah, it gets it gets freaking cold, and sometimes yeah, it's too I hot see. under a blanket. But you really need to keep something over you. Research shows that, like, if women can keep their feet warm, that you you have a better chance of um, orgasming. Huh? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Says the woman who lives in Monterey, California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, with a sex toy, with another girl or another boy, so somebody of the same same gender as you, who's uh, secretly with people nearby. So that would be like you know. Somebody in the next room or, or at the dinner table next to you, as per some of our stories have been on here. Uh, doing it 69 style. Really loud sex or really quiet sex. Um, phone sex in somebody else's house. Um, that does not include a hotel room or an Airbnb. Like, it's got to be like, hey, I'm a guest in your house and I'm fucking. <laughs> I was saying. So, like, not like a rental house? Right. Right, right, right. I mean, somewhere, where, somewhere that you're paying to be there. No, because then you're like allowed so to do you're it. You're not paying. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're not paying. You're a guest. Yeah, where it's naughty. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Although if enough people protest, then fine. We'll we'll open it up to perhaps when you're paying to be in the I mean, because that's like, that's like saying in a hotel. Yeah. Like, who hasn't had sex in a hotel? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Sex in a chair or with another pair. So that would be a threesome, guys. Okay. But not just any threesome. No, that would be, I thought oh. we were talking about, like, swingers. Swinging? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I printed like this before I made those edits. <laughs> and someone else's couple. So it's the four of you. That's what I took See, that as. I took that as, like, a single person with a um with a couple which would then no. exclude like if you were in a couple well we could do it o- <laughs> so open to your interpretation like, open to yeah, that works that works yeah because i kind of thought of how shandy did too so open to oh. your interpretation yeah just kind of like the orifice up to your wrist and the you know the, those two were up, <laughs> right. you know um were, they're designed to be you know debatable yeah yeah um, in a foreign land, so that's you know on vacation, guys. Um, <laughs> with or a one night stand or trout, yes, Ooh. one night stand. So this other one, we were kind of going back and forth, Amanda and I, because I wanted to have something to do with like angry sex. So we, and then I really wanted after reading Fifty Shades of Grey. So we kind of just went with the rhyme, which is when there's nothing left to say. <laughs> which i like that because i feel like it's open to like a lot of things but like it's like a freebie for everyone yeah it's like makeup like, sex it's yeah that's like, like the center of your bingo card and you just like don't want to talk to this person anymore yeah. it's yeah, yeah. I feel it's, like there's so many things that can be encapsulated in exactly that like i said it's like the x in the center of the bingo card it's your free space right. and probably <laughs> reveal a lot of really interesting stories as to how people interpret it yes and we would love to hear it yes and then or after reading 50 shades of gray or other such erotica erotica loosely or not loosely <laughs> nice so all Solid right list, guys yeah good job ladies yeah well and thanks for everyone who contributed stuff i feel like I put in very little. Yeah, so. all I did was think of the Fifty Shades of Grey one. Yeah. Everything I else is from somebody else. I put in zero and read it and said, sweet. Yeah. But I do really like it. So, yeah. No, Yay. thanks for everyone for the feedback. Yes. Yeah. And at it's some real, point. Real team effort. If everybody, yes. if there's enough demand for it, I'll release the audio for this song as its own track like its own episode so you can have it separately individually but only if everybody wants it i'm not gonna yes. do it so you then... want to get your ringtone if you yeah. Want to yeah. <laughs> so we'll figure that out all right so on that note fun show ladies i hope we're all having fun in the past and i mean in the future we had fun <laughs> in the past Thank you to our patrons, uh, especially to Creepy or Funny Mailman Ed, Molly the Millennial, Tech from Tokyo, and Eckhart. Thank you guys so much, and thank you to everybody that supports us as a patron every month, because we really do appreciate it, and you know it really does help us out. So um, thank you so much. If you'd like to be a patron, you can contribute anywhere from a dollar to a lot of dollars whatever you want to it's open to interpretation you can just go in and fill it out you go to patreon.com slash j and jack and if you're doing it because you're a listener of this show when we let you into when you become a patron tweet us facebook us hashtag something just i'm with hers just so everybody knows why you're here and of course if you you don't have to be a patron but if you are an amazon shopper and are so inclined and could um pretty please consider um shopping through our um, the Jay and Jack Amazon Associates affiliate link and that is um, jayandjack.com slash Amazon you just have to type in your browser once and you know save it as your go to Amazon link and 
um, all the podcasters, uh, podcasters on the network get a little bit of that as well. So um, please consider doing that. Um, the survey may or may not still be up because I have like no idea what data this is in the future. But uh, you, if it's haven't yet, the surveymonkey.com slash r slash the the broadcast two zero one seven. It shouldn't take too much of your time. Again, all right. Uh, have I left anything out? Oh, email us or call us. Of course, we are ready for feedback and we are really excited to get it. So. Yeah, you can give us a call. Um, the broad, <laughs> sorry, you can give us an email at thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com or you can call us 331-276-2373. That is 331-BROADS3. I'm getting kind of quicker at it. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Thanks, mates. Um, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> oh, see, why did I have you read it? Good day. Oh, that would have been. That's oh. about all I can do. Well. <laughs> good day, mate. I couldn't do any of it. Not an easy one. (laughs) (laughs) Hard. Uh, Anyway, yeah, give us your feedback. I hope you enjoy the fanny panty, fancy panties list. I can't say it. All right. Thanks for listening again. I hope everybody's having a lovely summer in the future and the past. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. And peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.